0: Welcome back to the Chosen Girl Tell Me About It podcast. We truly believe you're made for more and have purpose in Christ. Here, everyone, all ages, backgrounds, and walks of life are welcome to dive into the Bible for godly insight on topics we all deal with to ultimately seek the truth. Thank y'all so much for listening. Let's get this party started.
1: chosen girl fam welcome back to tell me about it
0: podcast i'm liz i'm sarah we are joining you via zoom and we are so excited to be here in spirit (laughs) Um, (laughs) for surviving quarantine part two because the word surviving is completely appropriate
1: for what we're doing yes some i feel like some people are out here thriving and living their best lives and then there are other people who are just surviving and i'll i'll leave it up to you to guess which category i'm in right now
0: (laughs) yeah which y'all know if you follow us on instagram i'm zooming while looking at presidential candidate 2024 elizabeth sanders um (laughs) if you don't follow us on instagram you need to so you know exactly what i'm talking about um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> about as political as we get around here, but, uh, pretty much. <laughs> yes. But we're just here, just kind of checking in with our own feelings, checking in with what God has been doing in our own hearts. And we would love for you guys to join in on the conversation, whether it be through Instagram or sending us an email at, um, info at the Um, because y'all this is like we talked about last week this is a new experience for us we have never experienced literally being in our homes we're coming on uh, i started i started quarantining around saint patrick's day so we're coming on a month y'all like of a a complete change of lifestyle and and that's heavy crazy yeah yeah it's it's it is absolutely mind-blowing like just losing human connection not necessarily totally but physically losing that contact jobs being different um people being out of the job um and Liz and I were talking on the phone this morning we kind of concluded that like maybe we should just record every phone call that we make for podcast purposes but like to the point now I'm not even fearful of the future anymore. I'm not necessarily even sad about what we have lost anymore. I am straight up annoyed at the devil and what he has done with this virus. Because if it is not evident to you guys, like y'all, would God want his people separated? Would God want the church not meeting? Would God want thousands of people living in fear, millions of people living in fear, living in isolation? That does not sound like the God I serve. That sounds just like the sleazy little devil. And I'm honestly mad, kind of fired up about it. Not going to rant on you guys too much, but guys, it's. I think that it's important that to start out this podcast that we recognize if you were unsure about who was the author of this virus i i don't think it's our lord and savior i it doesn't sound like him at all even though he knows all things and he's sovereign and he is in control um this
1: evil doesn't come from him no and you know one of the things like a telltale sign for me are you know things that bring peace, like our God is a peaceful God. And um, that's one of the things that always points me back to him. But also like, he's not a fickle God. He's, he's completely in control. And what has this virus done? It has sent our entire like nation and world into mass chaos. How do we do this? It's just sent people into worry and into fear. Um, And that's, that's really not of God. So uh, yes, he's in control, but I don't believe that this is something that, was sent here to to for any kind of disciplinary or crazy action like it's something that happened and um at the end of the day i think we have a choice to make and how we respond to it that you know it's okay if you were kind of fearful at first but our challenge to you is not to stay and remain in that place of fear
0: amen girl and Liz and out Liz said something beautiful this morning um about options. Like with this, we don't have many options of what to do physically. Like we obviously can't go outside. We can't be around people. I mean, we can't go outside, but we can't just freely frolic around. Like we
1: right, go to the mall, do. whatever. Yeah,
0: Like our, our total culture has changed for the mm-hmm. past month. And, and the thing is, we don't know when it's going to change back to quote unquote normal or even what the new normal looks like. So with that being said, we've got to talk about what our options are and like, like you said, Liz, we can either be in fear or we can choose to react in a way that's going to actually be good for our spirit. Um, And for me, I was living in such a place of anxiety about two or three weeks ago that I seriously had to make the, the conscious choice to say, hey, I cannot control this pandemic. I cannot control what it has done to society. I cannot control what it um, has done to my surroundings or my job or um, church or things like that. But I actually, like, and I'm not a control freak, but I made a list of things that I could control. I wrote down, I could control my thoughts about this. I can control Mm -hmm. how long I dwell on the negative. I can control how I treat people during this time and who I choose to reach out to, um, how I choose to spend my time, how much time I spend with God. There are a lot of things that we can control during this time. And like you said on the phone this morning, Liz, like we have options. We can either choose to dwell on what we can't control that's going on around us, or we can choose to uh like, respond for the better to what we can control and that's really all we can do
1: yeah there's always always say that there's and if you all have been listening to this podcast since, from the get-go then you know i've said this so many times and i really believe it you always have two options you can change your situation or you can change your perspective and technically there's a third option of doing nothing but that's that's it those are your options um and you can't always change your situation. I can't control COVID. If you can control COVID, honey, you need to let somebody know. That's you exactly get this right. Under, I am under, done. <laughs> I, I am done. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I've read it. Listen, I have not hugged Sarah in months. And I cannot remember the last time we went this long <laughs> without a good hug from each other. It's I been since that. college. And since college. Literally. Right. That's And that's been quite some time, everybody. So, like, if you can control that, let me know. But... To my knowledge, we can't control COVID 19, but what we can control is how we respond to it. And not just on an internal level of what we're doing with our spirit and how we're allowing God to use us and to mold us and to speak to us and work through things inside of us, but also what we're doing externally for like our families and how we're responding to this inside of our homes. Are we, if you are a parent, are you responding in fear? Do your children see you fearful of it? Or do on the flip side of that, do your kids think that it's not a big deal? Or, you know, it's kind of like, what's what's your level of chill? Do you have no chill, all the chill? <laughs> like, right. I think it, we just have to make sure that it, whenever we're responding, that it, we're not responding in fear. And if you are fearful, congratulations, you're human. It's okay. But you have a choice not to stay in that fear. And that's just yes. such a dangerous place because it opens up for the enemy to sneak into our thoughts um, and just... Take root, and we talked about weeds and seeds last week, and it just plant some nasty weeds. So we're trying to get out of that, but it all comes down to us making a conscious decision.
0: Exactly, and I think even Liz, down to the decision of what's our concept of God during this time, and what are how are we using that to actively respond? Like so many people are asking, why God? But like honestly, I'm just asking God, like. God, I know you didn't cause this. I know that you know all things, but I know that your spirit can help me know how to lead me through this Mm
1: -hmm. every day.
0: And so if I start asking God, how do I do this instead of why did you do this? Like one that's pointing a finger at God, and that's not a good way to start a narrative with God right now. Like, or at any point in time, and I understand that there are going to be times in our life where we ask God why, but knowing God is who he is, knowing that he is sovereign, but he's also good and he doesn't want to cause harm to his children. Now I'm like, okay, God, you know, something I don't know. You know, a lot of things I don't know, but I know that your Holy spirit can help me through how to maneuver around this. Cause listen, I were talking about earlier, you know, honestly, Everyone's heart is different in what they need right now. Let me give you an example. My heart cannot handle thinking to what is upcoming in summer 2020 because honestly, I don't want to. I'm not a skeptic and I'm not a negative person, but I really don't want to be disappointed if I picture May 15th, 2020, as something exciting to look forward to. But then our government could say, hey, we're extending this to May 15th or May 30th or whatever. My heart right now cannot handle that disappointment of saying, hey, May 15th, let's go to Dollywood or planning something exciting or my store is going to be open at that point or let's, let's plan going to this concert or whatever. My heart cannot handle the possible disappointment of planning that far. So therefore, I've just taken this day by day. Like there is only today for me. Like if I can just... Get help from the Holy Spirit to maneuver through this actual day, then that is how I'm remaining content. however, if you're a person that that disappointment does not bother you and the the thing is the disappointment is completely up in the air. no one knows what what May fifteenth or June fifteenth or July thirtieth mm-hmm. 2020 is going to look like if that does not bother you like that bothers my heart, and you need to write down things to look forward to and things that you can be grateful for by all means do that. Do-
1: do what
0: you got to do. Yes, do what you have to do to get through this time. Um but something that I feel convicted about though for real is how am I using this time to learn more about God and to learn more about myself and just taking it day by day. Don't put don't put unhealthy expectations on yourself during this time. And don't put unhealthy expectations on like actual reality. Like and kind of like what I'm going through like you know, it's unhealthy for me to to foresee something in the future that I'm really looking forward to not being you know skeptic like I said before but if that's unhealthy for you don't do it like and that's okay don't put an unhealthy expectation on yourself or on your job or
1: even on uh, in the people in your environment
0: yes for sure because if you're quarantined with somebody y'all got to admit even the best of Christians can say, this is hard. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And that's okay.
0: And that is okay. Like, I think the expectations are like completely out the window here. And Mm -hmm. I need the Holy spirit now more than ever. He knows my heart before, um, before I even know what I'm going to pray. He knows what I need better than anybody else. He is a comforter. He is a counselor. He is a friend. And, And I just need that almost like the missing puzzle piece to what I feel like is so broken right now. Yeah. And that is found in the Holy Spirit. And I was listening to an amazing podcast with Morgan Harper Nichols. I don't know if y'all are familiar with her awesome artwork. Oh, she is the bomb diggity. I love her so much. I feel like it was just disrespectful that I said Morgan Harper Nichols is the bomb diggity. Like she needs way more respect than saying (laughs) the bomb diggity. But She was talking about how something she's learned about God through having her new child is that sometimes, you know, actually all the time a child cannot speak English or understand English when they're first born. They simply just need your presence. They just need to know that you're there. They need to know that you're providing for them. They need to know that you're with them and they're not alone. And She said, what I had learned most about God through having a child is sometimes I just need to sit with God and I don't need to say anything and I don't need to expect him to say anything. It's just the fact of knowing that he's there and I'm here and I'm drawing near and that I'm not alone. And it's just
1: being there with him. You're absolutely right. I think one, I think that also just kind of takes like an air of almost like practice to get to the point where you can just be with God and that's enough. And I think that our expectations have to change. Like you talked about our expectations of what the upcoming months are going to look like and whether we're setting ourselves up to be disappointed or not. But one of the things is God will never disappoint. And that setting up an expectation that I can come to God with my concerns and I can come to him just to be that. And he can not respond and being okay with that. Yes. Like I think that we can so many, so often kind of almost create this odd like dynamic of an expectation that God is expecting all of this from me and that I also get to come to God and expect all of this from him. Right. And whereas he always, you know, comes through on his promises, his word never returns void. There are times when it is just fine to get into the word, to spend time in prayer and just be like, God, you know, I just want to sit in your presence. I just yeah. want to feel you. I just want to feel you near. And sometimes that can be some of the most peaceful, like, Times and you know, you never know when what God's going to reveal to you. And the best way that I can think of it if you've ever been to the beach, or even if you're a mountains person, have you ever gotten to that point and you're watching the sunset or you're feeling the breeze over the mountain and you just get these like this overwhelming chill that just out of nowhere, and it's just like, wow, God did all of this. But the thing is, is that if you kept moving so fast, you would have never noticed. All of those things. Right. If you never, if you never stopped playing in the sand to get out of the water to look at what's around, you would have never noticed. Or if you never stopped in that clearing in your hike in the mountains, those are the things that, like nature, for me, is like a beautiful place and a time to be quiet with God. But it doesn't always have to happen there. It can just happen, just sitting in my living room after reading the Word, and just be like, God, I just want to sit here and be with you for a moment. Yes. But you have to allow that to happen.
0: Yes. And like, y'all, we have zero distractions right now. Mm-hmm. Like, the only thing fighting against us, having that moment of peace, is the fear that Satan wants to instill in us. And that's and he, the truth. will do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Liz, let me ask you this. We have not talked about this. So for the person who feels like me and who, and who is like, I cannot even think. Like, I told Hunter last night, I was like, I would not be surprised if the world ends on April 30th because for us, that's like <laughs> the quarantine <laughs> end date. And I'm like, I just can't, I cannot, I cannot wrap my brain around a May 1st. And because I don't, I told him, you know, I went through the fear of disappointment, you know, kind of the anxiety about like, what does the new normal look like? Like, I don't know what it'll be. So what is the difference? Where can we find a balance between me having faith that God can lift this virus, that God can, you know, sustain businesses and jobs and and life beyond this quarantine? What's the difference between me not wanting to look to that future date but also wanting to have faith that there're is going to be life after that day, which I know there is. Like, you guys, I'm not a crazy doomsday prepper. Like, y'all get what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because sometimes I feel Mm -hmm. a sense of condemnation, which I know it must be for myself or the enemy, that, Sarah, you're not hoping for the future, but that's actually what faith is. So do you think that there's a balance between me preserving myself right now but then also having faith in what God is capable of.
1: Yeah. You know, I feel like I feel like your answer, you've already answered yourself and that living for today. Because yeah. we honestly do only have today, and that more than likely May first will come. It's not a guarantee. Tomorrow's not a guarantee. And if you have enough faith to believe into tomorrow, what's the difference in believing in May first?
0: That's so true.
1: There's no guarantee that either one of them will come.
0: And even the word says, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough cares of its own. Sure does. Like we've got enough to handle today. And just to clarify, guys, I do not think the world's going to end on April. (laughs) I'm talking about, I cannot wrap my brain around being back to normal. Like it's stocking me out. I'm just like, what? You know, so... You know that it is true that that Jesus Himself said, "Like you have got enough on your plate for today," and Just I think focus
1: that what's in front of you, yeah. Yes,
0: I think that that's all my heart can handle, and I think that there's a reason that I, I actually know that there's a reason that we don't know the whys of everything, and it's because I don't think we could handle it. I honestly don't think we could handle it. And that's what makes God God. His ways are higher. His thoughts are higher. Mm -hmm. And if I can just trust Him for health and provision and peace and joy today, then that's all that I need today. Just like with the Israelites, He rained down bread from heaven, not not enough to sustain them for a month. It was enough to sustain them for that day, that one day. And... The word says, this is in the Old Testament, I'm pretty sure in Exodus, that if they gathered extra of the bread to save for the next day, it would have been rotted that next day. And only Mm -hmm. the bread that rained down that day was good for them. So that tells me exactly how God operates.
1: Yeah. And And I think that's amazing. It really is. And it's almost like, I almost feel like we need that. And to a degree, I feel like we've almost gotten a sense on... You know, it seems like every day we're just waiting on the news. What's the news going to say? Right. What, what are our officials going to say next? And, you know, I think we have to kind of get out of that mentality of um, waiting on what they're going to say and resting in the promises that God's already given us, resting in the provisions and the blessings that he's already provided. And that, like I said, like that'll never return void. The, the word of man can come back empty every single time, but the word of God never will. That's not true. so true. Where, and so where are we placing our stock? I mean, but it, it's, uh, as we say all of this, but at the end of the day, it comes down to a conscious decision. And, you know, sometimes, of course, like anxiety and stress are not, you're not always choosing it. And to some degree you can, you can control it. And some degrees you can't. But I think that when you are building healthy mental and spiritual habits- till you know, when the devil starts to plant just those gross seeds and weeds when he's planting weeds in your brain of just things that that bring you worry and anxiety about like what the future might come what ifs can get us in trouble yes i'm a what if girl like <laughs> i mean i can't help but wonder what is yes. tomorrow going to look like what if i get this wrong you know what if they're not right what if what if what if and i have to stop myself and be like girl you need to chill out I feel like sometimes like Jesus is looking at me like chill out calm down like it's all like you're putting your faith in somewhere that's not me yes and that's That's it and that's enough to for me to be like girl pull yourself together like you just you do the best that you can with what you have wherever you're at because that's all you're called to do today
0: And if you look, if you look, we just celebrated Easter Sunday, of course. But like, I think about how Mary or the disciples must felt when Jesus was in the tomb for those two days. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, like everything that they had given their life to they thought was gone. Like they were very much so in a waiting period where they were like, we don't even know. I, I can I can just imagine that they were like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like I had put my whole purpose yeah. on this Jesus guy. And they were probably like, I can, this is not recorded, but I can even imagine some of them being mad. And like, I just think about the grieving process. Like, even though Jesus mm-hmm. warned them that this would happen, they didn't realize yeah. what he meant fully. And they were like, I I imagine that they were just absolutely just just sideswiped, like just taken out like, oh my gosh, I have left my family. I have left my job. I have left everything I knew. Everything familiar, does this sound familiar? Everything Mm -hmm. familiar is gone. Everything that's familiar to me is gone. And I don't know where to go from here. But y'all, Jesus rose on the third day. And he, he came victoriously and we may have everything unfamiliar. Like everything that was familiar to us has been taken away right now, but y'all Jesus is still victorious and we're going to get through this. And it's just going to be day by day, conscious decision by conscious decision, us making the choice of like, this is what I can control. And I'm Mm going to have to give the rest to God. Like we have no choice, but to trust God with the unknown. Right and now, you have no
1: excuse not to. Yes, literally. I mean, like, what better time than right now?
0: Yeah, I mean, if not now, then when? So, there's no time like the present,
1: and we just encourage you to make that conscious decision now. Don't wait till tomorrow because we don't know what tomorrow holds.
0: Yes, that is so true. And guys, it is just day by day. And if you do not have God in your life, like we just said, if not now, then when? Ask Jesus to be Lord of your life so that He His Holy Spirit can guide you in the everyday. Because y'all, I am being completely honest. I completely sympathize with those who do not have faith and that do not mm-hmm. have God because I can't imagine how alone they must feel. There have been so many God winks and things that some may call coincidence, but I call God showing himself to me in this quarantine that mm-hmm. I'm like, Lord, I know you're there. Thank you for just showing yourself to me in something so small.
1: Yes. Yes. And it, it that's, that's what it's taking. And um, I know you guys know that my dad passed away last month and Taking it one day at a time has been, has been one of the sweetest like just lessons that I've learned over the last month, because I, I tend to be one of those that's always trying to think and pre- plan and prepare a whole step or two to four steps ahead into the future. And sometimes you can't, and you just have to sit and be, and you just have to take it one step at a time. And it's not just, I'm finding that it's not just for myself, but it's also for my family. Because the Lord has allowed me to, to respond and to grieve and to heal and to do what he needed me to do so that I can continue to do the work that he's calling me to. But if trying to, to push things, to rush his timing, it just never works. And there's no time like the present y'all like Jesus is here right now. The Holy Spirit is here right now. Don't, you, you don't have to dwell on the past and you don't have to spend your time daydreaming about the future. The greatest gift is right now.
0: Amen, girl. And we're almost out of time, but I just thought of something that has been monumental to me during this time that I wanted to leave with you guys. Uh, Saturday, Hunter and I had a Chronicles of Narnia binge watch session. And it's the first time that I have watched those movies since I was maybe nine or ten years old. And y'all, the story, it is the love story of Jesus to us. If you look at yeah. it, it mm-hmm. is so beautiful. And and I could not believe the coincidence that we were watching it the day before Easter Sunday. And yes. in the second one, I had never, I had, well, I honestly can't tell you if I'd seen the second one, but I didn't remember anything about it. They're going to battle and the people are saying, we have not seen Aslan in years. We don't know where he is. Why has he not shown himself? Why is he not here? Mm -hmm. And y'all, he was there the whole time, the whole time. And for those of y'all wondering, where is God? Why God? He is here with us. Mm -hmm. And he is the only thing that will get us through. Amen.
1: Girl, those are words to live by.
0: Y'all go watch those movies. I have cried like an absolute baby over that line. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's amazing. It's so but, good. Oh, it's so good. And and y'all, Jesus's love for us is truly the greatest love story of all time. He would not have gone through the trouble of dying mm-hmm. on the cross, of being tortured and spat upon, and and just absolutely experiencing the most cruel death up to date for us, if he did not want good for us. And even during the coronavirus, he wants good for us. He wants to sustain Amen. us. He wants to strengthen us. He wants to give us peace. So guys, focus on that today. Like if you have anything to focus on, focus on how much God must love you to send his son for you. Um, and that, Liz, I think that's a good note to end on.
1: I I couldn't agree more. Ladies everyone we love you so much we are praying for you i hope that you're following along with us in our 30 days of prayer that we've got going along and praying not only for ourselves but our country and our neighbors and those in our community as well um do what you can y'all don't don't wait we cannot wait to be back with you next week for quarantine week three um let us know if you have any prayer requests and we can't wait to be back here next tuesday
0: all right, guys. Love y'all. See you next week. Thank you all for listening and for being a part of our Chosen Girl community. Make sure you subscribe, screenshot, and even tag us on Instagram so we could share in the love with you guys. We love you. We are praying for you. And we truly believe that God has more for you. See you all next Tuesday.